Shas Illuminated presents the following shear by Rabbi Shlomo Perlstein. Meseches Yevamis has been dedicated in honor of Rabbi Aaron Kaufman, Rosh Yeshivas Ateres Shmuel of Waterbury. The Gemara continues explaining the Mishnah. The Mishnah lists several knosses that Chazal Kansen, this woman who married Shaloi Kedin, based on false Satan. And the Mishnah continues. If she was a Bas Yisrael, she cannot marry a Kayin because she was Nival to a man that she's ushered to be Nival to. She has a din of a Zaina. So the Gemara asks, Pshita, it's a double Pashat that she's ushered to marry a Kayin afterwards. So the Gemara answers, the Chiddush is what the Mishnah continues to say, that Bas Levi mina Maisa, if she's the daughter of a Levi, she's ushered to eat Maisa. That's the Chiddush in the Mishnah. And because of that, the Mishnah says also that she's a Zaina and she's ushered to marry a Kayin. Now the Gemara asks, that's not the case. There's a Brisa that says Mefurish that a Levia that was captured and she was Nival, a Bilas Nus, that she does get Meiser and she eats Meiser Rishon. So how could the Mishnah say over here that this woman marriage like a Din, she's forbidden to eat Meiser? So the Gemara answers, Amr Rav Sheshes Knasser. Rav Sheshes says our Mishnah is different. Our Mishnah is a Knas. Chachomim wanted to be Machmer on her, that she should be careful not to make a mistake and marry Shalaikadin, so the Chomim canceled her and said that she can't eat Maiserisha. That's the Gemara. The reason a Baslavia cannot eat Maiserisha is a Knas. Now, Tysus asks Akasha, why do we say it's a Knas? Why doesn't the Gemara answer that it's going according to a mayor that holds that Maiserisha is also to a czar? We learned in the previous parak that a czar, according to a mayor, may not eat Maiserisha. So, therefore, Tysus asks, why don't we say, since She's nival, a beer that's usher to her. She should have a din of a zaina, just like a zaina may not eat truma. The same way, Maiserishan, according to her mayor, may not be eaten by a zaina. Just as her mayor learns that Maiserishan is usher to a czar from truma, he compares Maiserishan to truma. The same way, let him compare Maiserishan to truma to say, just like truma is usher to a zaina, the same way Maiserishan is usher to a zaina. Stoich says you can't answer that. Because if you made such a limud, the limud would go like this just like truma is usher to a Zaina if she was nivel to somebody that passes her from Kuhuna, the same way Maiser Rishon is usher to a Zaina that was nivel a Biyo that passed her to Leviya. And there is no such halacha that a woman who is a Zaina is possible to marry a Levi. Therefore, we can't make a comparison between Truma and Maiser that just like Truma is usher to a Zaina, same way Maiser Rishon is usher to a Zaina, that doesn't go. Now, Tysus carries the argument even further. Tysus has the Brisa that says that a Leviya that was captured or nivel a Bilas Nus is Mutratit Maiserishan, is obviously going according to Rav Meir. And not the Chachamim, because according to the Chachamim, what's the Chiddush? It's Pashut. There never is any limitation halachically who can eat Maiserishan. Be'achreach, the Braiso that says that a Leviya that was Nivel a Bilas Nus, that she becomes a Zaina, may eat Maiserishan, is going according to Rav Meir. So you see, even Rav Meir says there's no Din Zaina Lagabi Maiserishan. So it must be that. When it says in the Mishnah that a woman who was married, Shalai based on full Sadis, may not eat a Maiserishan, that has to be also only because it's a Knas. And that goes even according to Remeyer, because even Remeyer holds there's no Psalzaina by Maiserishan. Now, Tyson says more than that. The Mishnah may be only going according to Remeyer, because according to the Chom, it's Pashat that she may eat Maiserishan. We never find any limitation. There's no Isra Zaris on Maiserishan according to the Chachamim. So, when the Mishnah says that she's forbidden to eat Maiserishan, it must be going only according to her mayor. And still, the Gemara says that it's only a Knas and not the Yikar Adin. According to her mayor, we can understand the Knas, that the Chachamim gave her a Din Zara. According to the Chachamim, the Knas doesn't make any sense. How could we give her a Din Zara to forbid her to eat Maiserishan when a Zara herself may eat Maiserishan? It's going to a mayor that says a czar is also b'maiserishon, and therefore the chum canceled her and said she has a din of a czar. And the mission is going exclusively according to a mayor. Texas offers a second mahalach and says it could be no. The mission is going even according to the chachamim. Although chachamim say that maiserishon is murtered to a czar, over here they canceled her that they can't give her maiserishon. Not that she can't eat it; she could eat it. There's never a Isra Zoros for Maiserishan, but to give her the Maiserishan, the Chom canceled her that they should not give her Maiserishan because this way she'll be more careful and she'll make a more of a diuk before she gets married. So again, in places that are two Mahalchem, either it's going according to a mayor that the Chom canceled her and gave her Din Zara and she's also to eat Maiserishan, that's only according to a mayor, not according to the Chomim, 
Or the Mishnah is going also according to the Chachamim, and it's not that they asked her from eating Maiserishin according to the Chachamim, they just asked her from getting Maiserishin. But of course, Achila is never Asr because it's never Asr to Azara either. The Rabbim has the third Mahalach. The Rabbim in Perak Aleph Halacha Beis Melchas Maiser writes that Maiserishin has no Kedusha. Therefore, it's Mutter Luzarim. The Rabbim Paskin is clearly like a Chachamim. Yet the Rambam writes that in the same halacha, if a woman married Shalai Kedin, the Chum canceled her, and they asked her to eat Rum. So we see that even according to the Chachamim, it's Shayach Aknas, that she shouldn't eat Rum. Taisus just said that according to the Chachamim, we're not going to ask her from eating, we'll just ask her from getting Rum, that Yisrael cannot give her Rum to be out of the midst of Nesinus Maiserishain. The Rambam takes that a step further and says, even according to the Chachamim, it's Shayach Aknas, that she may not eat Maiserishan. The Marie Korkus explains the Knas according to the Rambam that they canceled her more than Azara. Azara may eat Maiserishan. Here they canceled her more than Azara. This way she'll be more careful and make a more serious Daiko Uminsava. The Marie Korkus offers another understanding in the Rambam that really it doesn't make sense to cancel her from eating Maiserishan. Azara is not also in eating Maiserishan and she can't be worse than Azara. The Chomim made a Knas that she shouldn't eat Maiserishan. In this way, people will be careful not to give her the Maiserishan, which is really the Iker goal of the Knas. Now, in this halacha in the Rambam, we find that the Rambam argues another point with Taisus. Taisus says clearly that even according to her mayor, there is no P'sul Zaino to Aser, a woman who is Nival, from eating Maiserishan. In the Rambam, we see not like that. The Rambam writes that Maiserishan doesn't have Kedusha, and therefore, it's Mutter to Azar. And therefore, the Rambam continues, if a woman was nival to a pasala, she's a zaina, there's no isser for her to eat Maiserishan. It's mashma that if Maiserishan did have Kedusha, it would be shaykh to ask her from eating Maiserishan if she had a din of a zaina. It's mashma from the Rambam, the only reason there's no psul zaina by Maiserishan is because we're passing like a chomim. If we're passing like a mayor, however, it's meduyuk in the Rambam, that there would be a psul zaina. And if Shach Navi Ezri explains the lumdus in the Machlaikis of the Rambam and Taisus. Taisus understands that there is no Psul Zaina by Maiserishain because the gather of Psul Zaina, according to Taisus, is that she becomes a Zara. There's a Mafurisha Gemara, Masech the Bechayros, that if a Krehenes was Nival Lupasula, if she has a Bechayr afterwards, the child has to make Pidyan Aben, even though his mother is a Krehenes. Why? Because once she's a Zaina, she has a din of a Zara. And therefore, she's not a Kayanis anymore. Her child needs Pidyan Aben. Masha'enkein a Leviyo that was Nival to Apostle. When she has a child afterwards, the child is still potter from Pidyan Aben as if she were regular Leviyo. Why? Because even if she became a Zaina, there's no Psul Zarus by Leviyo. There's no way to become a Zara from being a Levi. Now, Shach proves from several places that the Psul Lutruma by a Zaina is not because she's a Zaina, rather because she's a Zaina, she becomes a Zara. And if she becomes a Zara, she's also Truma like any other Zara. It's Meduik in several places like that. Therefore, according to Taisus, it's theoretically impossible to Aser a Leviyu who becomes a Zaina from eating Maiserishan, since there's no Din Zaros by Leviyu. Therefore, she can't that become possible from eating Maiserishan. However, by Truma, when she becomes a Zaina, she becomes a Zara automatically. And therefore, she's also to eat truma like any others are. The Rambam, however, learns that the reason a Zaina may not eat truma is not just because she became a Zara. There's an inherent shame psul of Zaina from eating truma independent of the shame Zaros that comes along with being a Zaina. Goharaya, if a woman is the wife of a Kayan, and she's a Kayanis, and she was never a Lepasala, the halachas she may not eat truma because she became a Zaina. Rav Shach asks, Bishlama, she can't eat the truma because of her own yichus, because she's a kehenis. She lost that. She became a zara once she became a zaina. But let her eat al-tkinyin kaspoy of her husband, like any zara that married a kain, who's mutter to eat truma. It's mutter from the fact that she can't eat truma even else being married to her husband in her husband's chus. We see from there that it's a paslus. She may not eat truma not only because she's a zara. The shame zaina itself carries with it a paslus to eat truma. Therefore, the Ramam holds that shame paslus can carry over to Leviyah also. True, 
to make a Zara, if that were the only reason she cannot eat Truma because she becomes a Zara, that cannot carry over to Levia. There's no Psul Zaros by Levia. But since, besides the Din Zaros that comes about by being a Zayna, there's also a Shem Psul by itself. Shem Zayna is a Pasles from eating Truma that may carry over to Maiserishan, and therefore the Rambam holds that a Levia, according to the mayor, who became a Zayna, may not eat Maiserishan, just as a Kehanus who became a Zayna may not eat Truma. The Gemara continues that the Mishnah says, Another class that Chazal cuts in this woman is that Baskayin minat truma, Baskayin may not eat truma. So the Gemara says it's talking about even truma dirabona. Rashi explains why does the Gemara say that? Because if it was talking about truma diraisa, it's a dover pashat. If they cancel her on miser, for sure they'll cancel her on truma. So therefore, if the mission is telling us a chiddush, it must be that even truma dirabona is aser for this woman to eat. Now it comes out of Rashi a tremendous chiddush. Rashi understands that the reason she may not eat truma diaraisa is because they canceled her, and not that she became a zayna. Now, really, Rashi in the Mishnah is also mafurish that she may not eat truma because it's knas, and he doesn't say that she's a zayna or she's nivala l'pasala. Rashi clearly learns the whole reason she may not eat truma, whether it's the araisa or the rabbanon, is only because of a knas. The Ramban, the Rashba, the Ritva are all upset at Rashi. They say clearly that the reason she may not eat truma, if it's truma the araisa for sure, because either she has a din of a zaina, or if you're going to say there's no din zaina ba'inus, she's puzzled from eating truma because it says kisiele ishzar in the Gemara Dashins, if she's nivala lepasala, she may not eat truma. But the iser for her to eat truma the araisa is an iser the araisa, not an iser the rabbanon, not a knas. Now the Archlaner explains that Shitas Rashi is that the limud that someone who's nivala lepasala is also to eat truma is a derivative of the iser of zaina. It's not a separate psul. It's a psul zaina. Now since there's a machlokes on daf nunvavam and beis whether a woman who is nivala ba'inis to a pasala has a din zaina, Rashi's going according to the shita that there's no din psul zaina ba'inis. Therefore. Just as there's no din zayna by nainus, there won't be the psul of nivala lopasala that we learn from the pasuk of kisiel zar by nainus. Therefore, midiraisa, this woman may eat truma. She has a din of nainus. Midirabanan, they canceled her to make sure that she's going to be seriously daiko minsava. That's why Rashi learns in the Mishnah and our Gemara over here that the reason she may not eat truma is only midirabanan because of the knas. The Gemara continues. It says in the Mishnah. If the first husband died, and the second husband died, the, your brothers do chalitza, they don't do yibum. And the Gemara explains why not. The brother of the first husband doesn't do yibum because the Chomim canceled that she may not be misyabim to his brother. Chalitza, yes, do mediaraisa. She's Ashes Achiv. Regarding the second br- husband, the brother does chalitza midirabonon because it looks like she was married to the second husband also. He doesn't do yibum because there's no chi of yibum, not midiraisa, not midirabonon. There is no din of achov here. So therefore, the Chum said that he doesn't do yibum at all. He's not allowed to marry her. And he does chalitza because she looks like the ashes achiv of the second husband too. Now the Masha asked the Kasha on this. According to Rashi, we only canceled her that she has to get a get from the second husband because Shemu Yoimru Gerizev and Asazet. People will think that the first husband divorced her and the second husband really married her. And if she goes out without a get, people will say that an Ashish Ish can marry La Alma without a get. If there's no such a chashash, they weren't geyser to say that she looks like an Ashish Ish. Therefore, the Marsha asks, why does the brother? of the second husband not do Yibum. The male, the brother of the first husband, the Chachamim, didn't allow him to do Yibum because people will say, it looks like Ruvain divorced this woman, Shimon married her, then Shimon died, and the brother of Ruvain is doing Yibum, which was really just being Pegeya Be'eshes Achiv, Shleibimakim Mitzvah. There's no Mitzvah anymore for him to do Yibum as they were divorced before she married Shimon. At least that's what people are going to think. People will understand that the brother of the first husband is doing Yibum on Grusha's Achim, which is a Chi of Karis. But the brother of the second husband 
What could possibly be wrong? What mistake can people make if he does Yibum? What chashash Shem Yemru is there? And if there's no chashash of Shem Yemru, people will make a mistake. We would not answer her, as Rashi explains, on Daf Petas. There's no mistake that can come out of the brother of the second husband doing Yibum. Either she's married to him, and he's really doing Yibum, or if people understand that she wasn't married to him, so it's them starting a marriage from fresh. It's not Al-Tibum. It's not a regular marriage. Why does the Gemara forbid her to be misyabim to the brother of the second husband? So the Marshal really brings some Mepharshim that explain that when it says that the brother of the second husband doesn't do Yibum, it's talking about that the first husband didn't die yet. Therefore, his mom is being Pagea by Ish and that's why he can't do Yibum. Not because of any Ikshash of Shema Yemru or any Gzeir that the Chabim made. However, the Marashah proves from the Gemara that's not the case. It's talking about that both the first husband and the second husband died. So the Marashah answers true in regards to being Mechaev get and the like. There won't be a Gzeir, there won't be a Knas unless there's some Ikshash of Shema Yemru people might come to the wrong conclusions and say that she's an Ish that's going out without a get. People might say that he's machzer grushasai. Therefore, the chum canceled different knossos that she has to get a get from her second husband, or that she can't go back to her first husband because people say he's being machzer grushasai. That's only by something that's not a bia itself. However, by yibum, where it's bia alone, over there the chum can cancel even without any gzera of shema yimru that people make a mistake. Bia is the Iker Isser, as the Gemara says on our Ahmed. Therefore, the Chum saw it fit to cancel her to be Misyabim to the brother of the second husband, even if there is no Chash of Shema Yoimro. The Karanayur answers a different answer. The Karanayur answers that just as we find that if a Bail of an Aishas Ish that's Osir for this woman to marry went ahead and married her Afal Pikain Shalaikidin, if he dies, that his brother may not. Do Yibum. Why? The Yushami says, since she's Usr to the husband, she's Usr to the brother. Yibum comes Mikhayach the brother. So if she's Usr to the husband, she'd definitely be Usr to the brother of the husband. Therefore, the brother of the second husband may not do Yibum because she's Usr to her second husband. Else, a boil of an ish, the same way she's Usr to his brother, and therefore the Chum said he cannot do Yibum. However, the words of the Karen are a very big chiddush. That makes sense to say that the brother is also to do Yibum when, when she's also to the husband. The brother of the husband can't be better than the husband himself. That makes sense when it's really Yibum. When there's a Dinesh's Achiv, there's a Zika of Yibum. So we could say the Zika became also because if she's also to the husband, she's definitely also to the brother. However, over here, she never was the wife of the second husband. Chazal only said she looks like his wife. In the case of Shema Yemru, Chazal said he has to give a get because Shema Yemru, it looks like an Ashes Ish goes out La'alma without a get. But if there's no Chashash of Shema Yemru, the Chachamim did not say that she's considered really an Ashes Ish to the second husband. Therefore, it's not an Yibum Bechlal. When the second brother marries her, it doesn't work with the dynamic of Yibum. It's a new marriage. So the Karen Eiris Teretz, that she's ushered to the brother of the second husband because she's ushered to the second husband himself. Just like the brother of a boil is usher to do yibum, if the boil went ahead and married the woman that became a saita through him, the chayyur is not a comparison. Over there, there is a real zika. Over there, there is a real isra on this brother because she was usher to the husband that carries over to the brother. But here, there is no zika. There is no real din eshes achif to transfer the isra she had to the second husband onto this brother. It would be a new marriage. I were geyser that she looks like an Ashes Ish to the second husband sometimes, true, but that's only if it's the Rakshash Shema Yemru. Here there's no Rakshash Shema Yemru. Unless we explain the Karen to mean that Shema Yemru, the brother of a boil, may do Yibum if we were to allow the brother of the second husband to do Yibum also. However, the Karen is not Mashman, that's what he meant. The Rakshash has a very simple Mahalach in the Gemara and therefore is able to bypass this kasha. When the Gemara says that there's no even by the brother of the second husband, it doesn't mean it's usher for him to be miyabim. What the Gemara means is there is no dynamic of yibum. If he is boil her, 
he's not going to be able to be kind to her against her will. He's not going to be kind to her b'shoigik. It doesn't mean it's also for him to do yibum. It means yibum doesn't work by the brother of the second husband. If he does yibum, it doesn't patter her tzara from him midrabanan. It has no hilchas yibum. It's like a new marriage. And when it says, Achiv Shalshani doesn't do yibum, it doesn't mean he can't do yibum. It means yibum is non-existent in this relationship. And therefore, all the ramifications of saying that there is no dynamic of yibum apply to this relationship. But the Mishnah does not mean to tell me that it's also for the brother of the second husband to marry his wife. That's not like the Marsha who understands that in the Mishnah it says an Isser for the brother of the second husband to marry this woman. Towards the bottom of the Yomad, the Gemara brings Shitas Reb Shimon that holds that if there were two Aiden that were made that the husband died, she doesn't have all these Knossos. She has an Aiden might have a little Mevat. She had every right to rely on these Aiden. She's considered an Aiden's Gomor and therefore we don't give her all the Knossos. She may return to her first husband. A machlekes ensues between the Amayroim afterwards whether the Chachamim remind to the Svara or the Chachamim hold even if there's two Edim and she had a right to rely on them we don't say my Havala what should, could she have possibly done rather we say that she still has all the Knossos that the Chachamim were Masakein for a woman who marries based on the testimony of one Eid now in Awad Beis the Gemara brings Raya that we don't say the svara of my mevad and she's not considered an Aynas Gomor from the case where the cipher wrote a get and the cipher improperly dated the get to the Malchus of a kingdom that he shouldn't have written in the get. Or they were in Mizrach and he wrote they were in Mayrev, or they were in Mayrev and he wrote they were in Mizrach. Such a get is possible. And if the woman received such a get and he went, she went ahead and married another man, she has all the knosses that the Mishnah mentions by us, and she has to leave her second husband, then she cannot go back to her first husband. And all the different knosses that the Mishnah mentions are applicable to her. The Gemara asks, if you say the svara of my Mevad, if we say when she really didn't do anything wrong, she's considered an Aynis and we don't give her the knosses, over here, what'd she do wrong? She trusted the cipher. The cipher made a mistake. What could she have done to be more careful? Therefore, by the fact that we say that she still gets all the Knossos, it's obvious that the Chachamim argue and do not hold with the Svara of my Havalilamevat. The Chachamim hold that even if there were two Aidim that came and she had absolutely every reason to rely on them, she still doesn't have a din of an Aynis and she gets the Knossos of Tetzimizah and everything else that the Mishnah mentions. So the Gemara answers no. There's no raya that the Chachamim don't hold of the Svara of Mehavalulamevat. There's no Svara the Chachamim can't send, even in the case where she had every reason, every right to believe that they're saying the truth or to aid them. Over here, she didn't have every right to rely on the Sefer. She should have read the get herself and been more careful. Since she was a bit callous, she was a bit not careful, the Chachamim saw it fit to cancel her. But there's no raya that if there were two Aiden that were made that she's mutter to marry, that the Chachamim will cancel her in such a case. Now on the halacha of Hayyub and Mizrach, the cause of Amayrev, he was in Mizrach and he wrote that they were in Amayrev. According to the Rivan that Taisus brings, it's going that on the husband, that the husband was the Mizrach and the Seifer wrote that the husband was in Amayrev. Taisus asks, Gemara and Gittin Pei says Mufurish, that the Mishnah is going on the Seifer. Because if it's going on the husband, the Mishnah and the Seifer, which is actually brought down later on in the Amr over here, says... Shino, shame ira, shame ira. If the cipher made a mistake, he wrote the wrong city of the husband or the wrong city of the wife. The get is possible. So therefore, when it says when he was in Mizrach and he wrote that they were in Mayrev, cannot mean that he's improperly writing the location of the husband. That we know from the cipher of Shino, shame ira, shame ira. So the Gemara proves from that that it's talking about that the cipher wrote the wrong place where he is. Shina Mochay Masaifer. He changed the place of where the cipher is. Yet Taisis asks, why do we care where the cipher is? Why is that important to us that at Dekach apostles the get? And we find all the time that a cipher will write a ksuba while he's in one place and the actual ksuba is given in some place else entirely. So Taisis answers 
that the reason we care where the cipher is not because we really care about the location of the cipher. What it means is, since generally the cipher is next to the Edom, that already we care about where the Edom are located. The location of the Edom is an integral part of the Edom. Therefore, when it says, it's primarily referring to where the Edom are. If you wrote that the Edom were in Mizrach, and really they were in Mayrev, that can validate the get. Now, if one takes a look at Shulchan Aruch and Kuf Chav Ches and Evan Ezer, the Shulchan Aruch brings a Yesh Oimrim, which is the Shita of the Sefer Trumas that learns the Mishnah over here literally, not like Taisus, and says that there's a Kepeda that the Sefer write the correct place of his own location. Not like Taisus where he says, we really don't care where the Sefer is, it's just important to us where the Edom are. The Sefer Trumas says there's a Kepeda also that the Sefer write his exact location, and therefore... The Edim and the Seifer have to be in the same place during the writing of a Get. Now, the Taisa Shadim over here asks Akasha on the Gemara and Gitin. How does the Gemara prove that when it says Hayyab Mizrach it's referring to the Mokim of the Seifer or the Mokim of the Edim? Let's say it's also referring to the husband and the wife. Ah, it says in the Seifer, Shino Shem Ira, Yushem Ira. So we already know that if he writes a mistaken location for the husband and the wife, it passes the get. It could be, over here it's also talking about he's writing a mistaken location for the husband and the wife, just the Mishnah that says, is referring to the place of residence where the husband generally lives, where the wife generally lives. If the wife lives generally in Yerushalayim, and he writes that she lives in Beresheva, that's going to invalidate the get. When it says, was talking about that the husband, was in Mizrach, and the Seifer wrote that the husband was in Mayrev, but it's referring to the husband's location, say both parts of the Mishnah are talking about the husband and the wife, how do we have a Raya, there's a Chiv to write in the Get, the proper location of the Seifer and the Edom. So Taisi Shalom says, it's Pashat that there's no Halacha, that we write the location of the husband during the Shask Sivas Aget. If the case was that we have to write the location of the husband during the actual writing of the get, so Mimelo the Sefer knows where the husband is. But if a husband is sending a get, he's sending a get overseas, the Sefer may know where the husband is. How could he possibly know where the wife is? So you see, there's no halacha that we have to refer in the get to where they are, Bashask, the Ksiva of the get, when it says that they have to write the location of the husband and wife, it's only their primary place of residence. Now the Gemara answered the reason it's not a raya that we don't say my from the fact that she gets the knas over here, even though it's the cipher's fault, the Gemara says, She should have taken out the time and read the get herself to make sure that it's actually a valid get. Now the text of the over here asks, it's mashma from the Gemara that after the cipher wrote the get, the get wasn't read, and therefore it's a tain on her. Tzishanim asks, and so does Taisus in Gitin, Dafyutasam and Beis, the Gemara over there in Gitin says that Omar Ameimar, Meshmeid Ravdimi, Ameimar said in the name of Ravdimi, Hani Beitrei, these two Aiden, Diyav Gita Kamayu, that they gave a get in front of them, Tzrichi Lemikriyei, they have to read the get. There's a Mephurashi Gemara that Adam must read the get before they allow the woman to be considered mutter to marry. And Taisus over there is Mechiach that if they don't read it, the get is possible. So why does the Gemara say, She should have read the get, and since they found the psul, the get is possible, even if they didn't find any psul. If they don't read the get, if the Adam don't read the get by the Nesinas get. The get is possible. It's Mufur Shagamara and Gitin Dafyu test. The Shalom answers that although it's Taka, Psul, and the get, if they don't read it, we're not going to give her the din of Tetzim Mizeh Mizeh. To say that it's so possible that she has the din of Tetzim Mizeh Mizeh and she gets all the crosses, that far we're not Machmer. Therefore, only in our Gemara, where she didn't read it and there was something possible, then we say Tetzim Mizeh Mizeh. But without that, true, the get's possible, he has to give her another get, but we don't say that she gets all the crosses that the Mishnah mentions over here. Another teretz, the text of the Shalom answers, is it's talking about the Aiden did read the get, 
but they only read the get after the nesina. They didn't read it beforehand also. It wasn't checked twice. The Katkhila, they're supposed to read the get before and after. Over here, they read the get afterwards. Therefore, but the Eved, the Nesina Saget is kosher. Only because there was a Psul, that's why Tetsi Mizel Mizeh. However, the Gemara Gittin is talking about the Aiden didn't read the get at all. If the Aiden don't read the get even one time, there it's possible, and according to this Teretz, it may be even Tetsi Mizel Mizeh. The Ritva offers another Teretz in the name of Yeshma Farshim that a Mesechlis Gittin is talking about that there were no Aiden that signed on the get. The Gemara over there is going according to the Shita Eide Mesira character. Belazar holds that even without Adam signing the get, if there are two Adam that watch the Nasinus I get, that's enough to make creases. It's enough to have a kosher get. Over there it's talking about there were no Adam who actually signed on the get. And therefore, if the Adam who are watching the Mesiras I get, the Adam Mesira, don't read the get, it's going to be a puzzle. They can't possibly know what's written inside. They can't possibly know there's a creases unless they read the get. However, over here it's talking about there are Edim who signed on the get. There are Edim Chasimo. The Edim who signed know what's written in the get. Therefore, if the Edim who watched the Sinas get don't read the get, it'll still be kosher get. Because the Edim Chasimo know what's going on inside the get. They are just watching the Nesina, but the Edim Chasimo, the ones who signed, are the ones who are considered the Edim on the get. So therefore, if the get what didn't have a psul in it, even if the Edim who watched the get didn't read it, it won't pass on the get because there are Eidei Chasima that they can rely on. However, the Ritva says it's not mashma like that in the Sugya. It's mashma that's going stoma according to both sheets, whether you hold Eidei Chasima karate or Eidei Mesira karate, and therefore the Ritva rejects this territory. The Gemara then continues to ask from the continuation of the Mishnah, if a Yobam had two Yivamois fall to him, let's say Leah and Rachel, the Yobam did Yibum on Leah, and her tzara Rachel went ahead and married somebody else. She was allowed to lechayra. Leah her tzara did yibum. Rachel lechayra is mutter to marry Lashuk. What happened was, it turned out that Leah was an islandess. Therefore, the yibum wasn't the proper yibum, and Rachel marrying somebody is considered a yivam Lashuk. The Mishnah says teitzim She can't stay with the husband that she married. She can't go back to the Yavam. And she gets all the Knossos. So the Gemara says, We have a Raya from here that we don't say the Svar of my Mevad. That even though she had a right to rely on the two Edim, or even though she had a right to rely on Leo's Yibum, that it should be Mata her Lashuk, still, Chachamim give her the Knossos. And we don't say that she's an Aynas Gomer, and we don't give her a Knoss because of that. She had every right to assume that she's allowed to marry Lashuk. She had every right to assume that Leah's Yibum will pat her and still we give her the Knas. Now, the reason she gets the Knasas of Teitzim Mizeh Mizeh, Bechal Drachama Eiluba, Rashi explains that's going according to Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva holds that Chaimei Lavin has a Chaimer of Chaimei Krisus. It makes Ram Zeyrus like Chaimei Krisus. Therefore, Rabbi Akiva holds that on Chaim 11, too, we give the Knossos of Teitzim Mizeh Mizeh v'chal Adrachim The Ramban brings Yesh Mefarshim that hold that even according to the Chachamim, with Rabbanon, we give the Yavam Lashuk the Chaimer of Chavi Krisus and she'll, child she has will have a din of Mamzer with Rabbanon. The Ramban, though, rejects this Mahalach of the Yesh Mefarshim and he goes with Rashi. That's only going according to Rabakiva that we say all the Knossos apply to Yeram Lashuk. Al Kalpanam, the Gemara wants to bring a Raya that we don't say my Havalalameh, but we see we give her the Knossos. She had every right to rely on the Yibum of Leah. So the Gemara answers no. Tuni. She should have waited. She could have waited to see that Leah is in fact not an islandess. She went ahead and married Lashuk before she verified that fact. Therefore, we don't say my and therefore she gets all the knosses. However, in a case where it's ironclad, like two Adam, there may be the Chum do say that she's considered an Ainus and my and she doesn't get the knosses. Now Tesis Shonam asks Akasha. The Gemara here says he boiled she should have waited to verify that Leah is not an Ainus and her Yibum is a valid Yibum. 
So when two Edim come, let us say the same thing. That true, she has a right to rely on the two Edim, but she should wait and verify that their Edim is Kaka authentic. Why do we say only by a tsara of a Yavama that did Yibum and not by a woman who heard Edim from two Edim? And over there we say it's already in Oynes Gomer, Mayavala So the text of the Shonam answers, since she's Becheskas Iser, over here, she's out to marry Lashuk. She only wants to matter herself through the Yibum of Leah, so she has to wait. She's Becheskas Iser, Tuni. However, when two Edim come and say that her husband died, she's not Becheskas Iser, she's Becheskas Heter. And therefore, why should she wait? Therefore, we're going to say, Mayavala Mevat. Now, Ba'anya, I don't understand the Taisas Yishanim's terrors. The Klal is Roiv, women are not islandists. And as far as Rachel is concerned, Medina, she is Mutter Lashok. She can go and rely on the Roiv that Leo is not an islandist. Just as a woman can rely on the Edith of two Edim, if that makes her to be an Amatzah of Acheskes Heter, here too the Roiv that Leo is not an islandist also. Is enough to make her an Acheskas Heter. Now the Ritzvah gives another terrace. The Ritzvah says that we say only when it's a finite amount of time. Over here, by the case of Leah and Rachel, it's not going to be forever. It's not an unlimited amount of time that Rachel will have to wait until Leah has a baby that shows that she's not an islandess, or she can wait until she reaches godless of an islandess, where she starts showing simone islandess. That's just a matter of X amount of years. There we say, However, something that doesn't have a kitzvah, something that's an infinite amount of time, nobody says that the edis of the two edim will be verified within a year, within two years, within ten years. There's no set time that she's going to have to wait until, and then afterwards she'll definitely be mutar aser. In such a case, we'll never say Iboy Lulem Tune. And the Ritzvah proves it from the end of the last parak. It says that if a woman had children when her husband died, and then her children died afterwards, we make the Mesim Kechayim, and it's considered that she has children, and there's no Yibum. Why? Because it's not Darkei Noyam, if we say otherwise. If we say that once her children dies, she goes back, she reverts to her Isser Yivam it's not Darkei Noyam. She was once Mutter, and now she becomes Aser, it can't be. If we say that Iboilulam Tuni applies even to a case where it's an infinite amount of time, there's no set limit of how long she'll have to wait, so here too, let us say, even if she has children after her husband dies, let her wait, maybe the children will die. Let us say Iboilulam Tuni in such a case also. Elama, something that will not for certain come by a finite amount of time, we're never going to say Iboilulam Tuni. And that won't be Darchinayim. Therefore, when two Adam come and say that her husband died, there's no set time that we'll know for certain that by then we can verify the veracity of the Eidos. Therefore, there's no Svara of Iboyulam Tuni in such a case. And over there, the Svara of my Mevar, what could she have possibly done, applies Masha Enkein where by the case of two Yavamas, where it takes only a certain amount of time till she'll know for sure whether her tsara Leia is an islandess or not. Now the mascara of the Gemara is that we do not say, according to the Chachamim, may have a little mevad. Even if she married Al-P to Adim, she still has all the crosses of Now the Ramah and Evan Ezra at the end of Simon Yud Zayin brings a Chubas Harashba. The Chubas Harashba writes, that if a woman married Shalaikadin not based on an Eidechod or a two Eidim, rather she married being forced by the Tsar, or Bezdin made a toast and said that her Kedushin wasn't a Kedushin, in such a case, we don't say that she gets the Knossos, we don't say that she can actually return to her first husband. The Rasha brings a Raya from Michal Bashol. Michal Bashol was Mekudashas to David, the Bezdin of Shaul made a mistake and said that she's not Mekudash David, and therefore she's mutter to marry Palti ben Laish. And afterwards, David took her back. The Rashba explains why. Aye, she married 
Palti ben Laish when she was an Ashes Ish David. The Rashba says since she was an Onus, either by Shoal's force, Shoal was the king, or because his Bezdin made a mistake, in such a case, she's considered an Inus Gomer, and therefore she's allowed to go back to her first husband. Now, Taz over there asks a cash on this. First of all, he asks, how could a Tzibur ever bring a carbon based on what Bezdin Paskind, if Bezdin was mistaken, they're an Onus? If the Rashba holds that somebody who does Alpi Hayras Bezdin is considered an Onus, why would the people have to bring a carbon when Bezdin made a mistake? Secondly, the Taz asks, and the Beishmul also brings this kasha, L'chayra, the Rashba is in direct contradiction with our Sugya. Our Sugya is Mefurish, that a woman relied on two Adam. She had every right to. The Torah says, Mefurish, a person can rely on two Adam for anything. Yet we say she'll still ask her to go back to her first husband. It's not considered Reina's Gomer and she's Mutter to her first husband. Rather, we say, How could Psak of Bezdin, where Bezdin made a mistake and said that she's Mutter to marry, be any better than two Adam? If anything, two Adam is more of a Reina's than a mistake of a Bezdin. Where Bezdin made a mistake, theoretically, she can go and ask somebody else. Bezdin can reconsider. When two Adam say something, the Torah says, "Al pishnayim Adam yakom dov." Therefore, the Taz argues on the Ramah. He says, "You cannot be saying on this Shuvas Rashba. If Bezdin made a mistake and allowed her to marry somebody else, and the Psak was a toast, she may not return to her first husband. It cannot be any better than if two Adam were made and it turned out that they were making a mistake." And the Pischei Shuvah brings a Shuvas Yaakov that qualifies the Rashba's Shuvah. It doesn't mean Stam if a Bezdin made a mistake, it's considered an Inus and she can go back to her first husband. It's only if it's Bezdin Agodel. Shoal's Bezdin was the top Bezdin in Klal Yisrael. There's no appealing, there's no asking anybody else to make the Bezdin reconsider their Psak. There's no questioning the Psak of a Bezdin Agodel. Therefore, in such a case alone, is the Rashba mat to her to return to her first husband. However, if a regular Bezdin passes something and it's a mistake, and she marries somebody else based on that mistake, of course, she may not return to her first husband. And therefore, the Shavu also argues on the Ramah, where the Ramah doesn't make a difference between Bezdan Agadol or any other Bezdan. The Ramah is matter across the board that if somebody married Alpi, a mistake of a Psak in Bezdan, she may return to her first husband. The Taz, as we saw from our Sugya, and the Shavu disagree with this Ramah. Now, the Karen Oira had a Havamina to answer the Taz's Kasha, by being mechalic between our Gemara and the case of the Ramah. Our Gemara, the woman has a cheskas iser. She's becheskas eishasish. Therefore, we're not going to say the svara of Mahavalalamevan. However, in the case of the Ramah, where Bezin says that she was never Mekudeshas in the first place, they're saying she's becheskas penuya, and therefore she can marry somebody else. Over there, we're not going to say she should be more medayik. Rather, we'll say, That's how the Karen Oira had a Havimina to answer the Taz's Kasha on the Ramah. However, he says, we can't say that. There is no difference whether one is Becheskas Isra or one is Becheskas Heter regarding the Halacha of By the case of the Leia and Rachel, where Rachel went ahead and married the Shuk after Leia did Yibum, and it turned out that Leo actually was an islandess. Over there, Rachel was Becheskas Heter. She had every right to assume that she may marry Lashuk. She's Becheskas Heter Lashuk. Leo did Yibum. As far as we're concerned, we go Basaroiv. Leo is not an islandess. And yet, we still say over there, we don't say the Svar of Mehevelolamevad, even though she had a Cheskas Heter. We see that we don't say the Svar of Mehevelolamevad and. She's she cannot go back to her first husband, even in the case where the suffolk arose when she's Becheskas Heter. Incidentally, we see from the Karenera's understanding that by the case of the two tsaris where Leah made Yibum and Rachel was Naisa Lashuk, and then Leah was proven to be an islandess, that's called a Cheskas Heter for Rachel. We mentioned before the Taisis Shalom that understands that only over there do we, we say and not in the case of two Aden because by the case of the two Yavamais, 
she is Becheskas Isser. And we asked them that, why is she Becheskas Isser? At that point, where Leah did Yibum, she should be Becheskas Heter. We see the Karanoyer Mufurish says that in that case she's Becheskas Heter, as we asked on the Taisa Sishanam. Now the Karanoyer understands the Sugya that Chazal Mesakein, any way that a woman married while she is still married to her first husband, whether it was based on a toss of Gerishin or a toss of Misa, if a toss is based on one aid or two aidim, in any case, Chazal say she doesn't have a din of an Oynes, she has a din of a Mezid, and therefore, Tetzim Mizeh Mizeh, we cancelled her. Just the Karadayra asks, the Mela, we cancelled her and we give her a din of a Mezid, but why does she have to bring a carbon? In the Mishnah, it says Mufurish that she has to bring a carbon, Chatas, for being over the Isravashis Ish. Lachayr, she's an Aynas Gomer. Minatayr, she definitely should be an Aynas. Just like if a man was Miabim, a woman, after three months of waiting, after the death of her first husband, and it wasn't Hukarubra, we could not see that she was pregnant. And Lamais, it turned out she was really, yes, pregnant from her first husband. And he was Pagay, Beishas, Achav, Shleibam, Akim, Mitzvah, they're part of a carbon because it's considered an Aynas. If a man is Baal Ishtai, not by the Zman of the Veset, and it, she was Roya Dam, she became an Ida during the Tashmish, he's not Chayv in a carbon. he's considered an Aynas. Why do we say over here in the Mishnah that if she married based on two Aydim, she has to bring a carbon? Tate Vechayavas for carbon. Why does she have to bring a carbon? She's an Aynas Gomer. And more than that, even according to Reb Shimon, who holds that by two Edom we say my Havalala Mevad, and she doesn't get the Knossos and she may return to her first husband, even Reb Shimon holds that she brings a carbon. As Ravina explains on the top of the Amud, that if she married based on Edom, it's considered Kishikigas Ish Isha Masi Karbon. It's considered as if a man is and they have to bring a carbon. How could that be? That she relied on Edim, L'chayr she should be known as Gomer, and Reb Shimon himself, who allows her to return to her first husband, still says she has to bring a carbon. So the Karen Aira says he cited a tremendous chiddush that there really is no p'tur of Aynas by carbon. The only time we find the p'tur of Aynas by carbon is only when he was doing a ma'isa mitzvah. He bases that on a Rambam and Hilchas Now, from the last Rashi in the Mishnah, Pezayin and Beis, we see clearly that Rashi doesn't hold like that. Rashi says that if she married based on the Eidus of the Eidim, she brings a carbon, she's a Shaigig, and it's not an Oynus to patter from carbon, because Iboyle she should have waited. So you see, Rashi learns if there wasn't the Svar of Iboyle that she should have waited, she would be considered an Oynus and she'd be patter from a carbon even while she's not being Isaac in a mitzvah. Now, the Rashi we mentioned just now is also. Very sure, as the Karanaira asks. Rashi says the reason she's chayv in a carbon is because she should have waited. In our sugya, the maskana is that even without a svara of tune, we still say, we don't say the svara of my havalolamava. That's the machlaikis and mayroim that the Gemara mentions. And the Gemara's maskana is that we don't say my havalolamava. So why does Rashi tell me the reason she's chayv in a carbon is because tune, she should have waited? Otherwise, we'd say my mevad, and she'd be potter. Our maskan is we don't say my mevad. So even if there wasn't this varavi boy tuni, she shouldn't have waited. She'd still be chayiv in a carbon. Rashi lechayra is not going according to the maskan of the sugya. It's maybe possible to answer Rashi that when Rashi says over there iboyilolim tuni, she should have waited. He doesn't mean the iboyilolim tuni of our sugya. And therefore, she did something wrong, she should have waited, and there's an element of Pshia, and therefore she has to bring a carbon. The Gemara that says, the way the Ritva explains, is only if there is a finite amount of time for her to wait. And since it's a set amount of time, we would expect her to wait. Something that doesn't have a finite amount of time, of course, there'd be no Svara of Tune. She'd definitely be Mutter to marry. On the other hand, in the case of Oynes Gomer, like the Chubas Arashba that we mentioned, if she's Mamish and Oynes at the ultimate level, she's definitely potter from a carbon, as there's nothing she could have done differently. So to summarize, there are really three Madregas that come out of the Sugya. There's the lowest Madrega of Hevel Lamtuni, 
that she should have waited, as we find in our sugi by an islandess. True was mutter for her to marry, but she sh- could have waited, and she should have waited. It's only a finite amount of time. The Svara says that in such a case, she should have waited. Therefore, she gets all the knosses, and we don't say, and she has to bring a carbon. Then there's a case of our Mishnah where she relied on two Aiden. We can't say that she should wait till forever. There's an infinite amount of time that it may take for her to prove the correctness or incorrectness of what the Aiden were made. Therefore, there's no Svara Still, we don't say it was theoretically possible for her not to do the Savera. We're not going to say we don't say that Svara. That's the middle Darga that the Gemara is talking about. And the Gemara says that in such a case, we do cancel her, she does have to bring a carbon. There's a third Darga, like the Rashba's case, where she's forced, or a Psak of Bezdin, the way the Shavus Yaakov explains, or a regular Bezdin, but I'll call upon him, she has no other way to turn. That's the ultimate in Aynas Gomer. In such a case, she may return to her husband. In such a case, she'll be put from a carbon. When Rashi is saying that she brings a carbon and she's not an Aynas because he tuni, he doesn't mean he tuni of the same Madrega as Rachel and Leah, where Rachel could have waited and she should have waited. He means it's Iboilalem Tuni that it was possible for her to wait. Since it's possible for her to wait, even though she doesn't have to, the Svar is that she can go ahead and marry based on the two Aiden. There's no finite amount of time. But since the Kolpanim, it's theoretically possible. In such a case, we don't say Mayavalalem Evan and she brings a carbon. Rashi is just coming to say that Lafuke, the Darga of Aynas that the Rashba is talking about. It's the ultimate Darga of Aynas where there's nothing she could have possibly done differently. If Shaul Forster, if the Bezna Godol Paskins that she can and should marry Palti Malayish, such an Aynas, there's no class of Tetsim Mizemizes. Such a case will be considered an Aynas Gomor that she doesn't bring a carbon. When Rashi says he boiled he's not referring to the boiled of Arsugya that makes her a slight Peshaya. There really is no pshia in this case where she didn't wait. There's no finite amount of time. Of course, we don't tell her to wait. But since it's not an oinus gomer she'en l'malam imenu, it's not the ultimate in oinus, like the case of Michal Bashol, she'll be chayiv. Rashi's just saying, it's not the same madrega as oinus of Michal Bashol. It's a lower madrega because it's possible to avoid doing that there by waiting, even though it's an infinite amount of time. But since it's possible, she's not considered an oinus gomer, a super oinus, which would pat her from a carbon, therefore she has to bring a carbon. You have been listening to the Shiurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the daf worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a daf or masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.